You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. My name is Oliver Queen. My name is Barry Allen. You're blind, but you see so much. Everything we've been doing, it all leads here. Suit up. Jim Gordon, GCPD. I hear good things about you, Counselor. Harvey Dent. Likewise, about you, Detective. You think you know me, but I've never been more than what each of you has created. <laughs> Just look at the flowers. Welcome back for another episode of Televised Heroics. We are talking about Doom Patrol Season 2, Episodes 4, 5, and 6, which can all be found on HBO Max right now. It's Daniel. What did you think of these three episodes of Doom Patrol? Uh, definitely four and five were way out there. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you'd, you'd gotten to uh, Flex Mentalo in the first season at the point where you cut it off. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. He's a fun character. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we're going to be talking about those three episodes in, uh, just a little bit after we talk about some new stuff. Peacemaker. Peacemaker is a show that's going to be a spinoff from James Gunn's Suicide Squad. I'm sorry, The Suicide Squad. Uh, and it's going to be on HBO Max and it's got, uh, new cast members or it's got, it's filling out its cast, I should say. Um, Danielle Brooks. Uh, Robert Patrick, Jennifer Holland, and Chris Conrad. Now, Robert Patrick, you'll 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 know that's uh that's the T one thousand right there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, Chris Conrad looks very familiar, and I'm trying to figure out where it is that I remember him from. Um, let me see if I pull up his IMDb. Uh, I I never watched Patriot, so. I don't know about that. Attila, no. Criminal Minds, he did an episode of something. Oh, he was in Young Hercules. Maybe that's where I remember him from. Okay. Yeah, he's the, he's the young Jason of Jason and the Argonauts in uh, Hercules. Young Hercules. He played Johnny Cage in Mortal Kombat Annihilation, the sequel. So that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. He was in the next Karate Kid in Airborne. That's what I know him from. Wow. Okay. Well, Chris Conrad is going to be in the uh, Peacemaker show. Don't I don't think it says, you know, what what roles they're going to be playing. Let's see what Jennifer Holland. What people know Jennifer Holland for? Because for uh, Peacemaker, uh, it's in the movie. It's uh, John Cena, right? That's correct. Okay, so he's still going to be part of the show, or they're replacing him too? No, he's going to be a part of the show because he's uh, at least that's how I understand it. Because the show is supposed to be an origin story; it's supposed to take place before the movie. Okay. Uh, so she is already in the Suicide Squad. She is playing a character named Amelia Harcourt. So I'm guessing she's going to play the same character in Peacemaker. Uh, she was in Brightburn. She was Ms. Epson Shade. Sure. Um, 
It looks like a lot of TV shows she's done. Uh, nothing re- reoccurring. So there's that. And then the last one, Danielle Brooks. That name sounds very familiar. I oh, she's don't. from the um, Orange is the New Black. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. There's uh, four new cast members that were going to be added to the... Oh, I'm sorry. They does have who they're going to be playing. Robert Patrick is going to be playing a character named Augie Smith. Chris Conrad is going to be the vigilante, Adrian Chase. Uh, Jennifer Holland will be replaying her character that she that she said before. Uh, Amelia putting Adrian Chase in this skin. Yeah, Adrian Chase is going to be in the show, and and Chris Conrad is going to be playing him. So it's we're going to have a wow. new vigilante instead of uh, the Holy one from the crap. CW verse. Not Josh uh, Sagara, but holy crap! Yeah, not Josh Sagara. So. There you go. There's that. You looking forward to the Suicide Squad and now Peacemaker? Um, I mean, honestly, it, okay, so it is James Gunn, so hopefully the sequel is better than the first one because I was, I went in there expecting, you know, it, it's a DC movie, so I wasn't too impressed. Um, but now since James Gunn, he does a really good job with ensemble movies so and action movies, so let's hope that this one is actually good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I went into the first Suicide Squad not expecting much because of the um, uh, trailers and the way that DC had been handling their movies. But I was hoping with David Ayer as the director, it was going to be pretty good. But yep, that was a big letdown. So there's that. And he's such a good director. I don't know what happened, man. Well, I know exactly what happened. Warner Brothers went in there and gave the movie to a trailer company to cut it and edit it, and it be, they traded, made it into a giant trailer, and that's not good. <laughs> it it kind of sucks, too, because in recent interviews, you know, since we're getting the Snyder cut, they've asked, hey, or they're like, okay, so where's the Suicide Squad? He's like, yeah, you saw my cut. No, that he, is a suicide no he said he has his own cut. Oh, did he? Yeah, he says he has his own cut of the movie that's that's different, and that would be... Uh, no, you're thinking of um, Josh Trank. Josh Trank says that, that you saw my cut of uh, the Fantastic Four movie that he had. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, Netflix has officially ordered the Umbrella Academy Season 3, or officially renewed it for Season 3. Um, you've gotten through Season 1 and Season 2, right? Only Season 1. Only season one, season two ends on such a big cliffhanger. That's too bad that you hadn't watched it yet. I'll get to it. <laughs> um. Well, what did you think of season one? It was really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, season one was really good. I, I really enjoyed season two also. And uh, whatever they're deciding to do with season three, hopefully it's going to be pretty good. Uh, yeah. Keep the momentum going. Yeah, yeah, I'm all for it. So, so yeah, that's uh, that's a that's a short story. It's just they they renewed it for season three, which is not surprising, but also surprising. No, I guess it's not surprising. If they get a season four, that would be surprising because Netflix doesn't like to go past season three for some reason. Right. Yeah, because well, Ozarks is getting season four, and it's going to be his final season. Yeah, and it's that's be his final season. Yeah, and that's uh, that's one of their bigger shows. So there's that. 
Uh, Black Lightning is going to have a spinoff show with the character of Painkiller, played by Jordan Calloway. How do you think of uh, Painkiller getting his own spinoff show? Uh, I mean, it's cool because that that dude... Overall, okay, the stunts that they make that guy do are awesome, and he is a badass, but I just don't know what route they're going to take since he is kind of a villain so i mean that's the kind of thing is that he like he goes between villain and, and hero a lot and i i'm guessing that's going to you were probably going to find him in his uh uh what's the word you know when you're trying to look for forgiveness redemption redemption his redemption story it's i, I kind of i bet you it's going to be a lot like the punisher okay yeah, I bet you that's what the show's. But I just don't know. I don't know if he's the story that we should have followed. Like, why not? Why not uh, Nessa or or Jen? They probably got bigger plans for them in the next coming season. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. I think. I think if you a cool idea would have been is to give uh, Nessa her own uh, spinoff show with the Outsiders. Like, give them give a, a team show like like uh, League. Or not League, um, Legends. That'd be pretty cool. But it doesn't need to be comical like Legends is. Right. It could be a little bit more serious. But then again, Legends didn't start off super comical. It started off serious. And they were like, nah, let's just go comical with it. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, we love it as a comedy. comedy so maybe I yeah. don't know what's, what, what, what's good for anything. Yeah, who knows, though? I mean... I don't know. Maybe we'll we'll just get another Justice League, just not parademons and stuff. If they do outsiders, all dramatic and stuff, which could be bad. <laughs> it could <laughs> definitely be bad. That definitely would be bad. Um, yeah. So, will you tune in to watch Khalil Payne in his painkiller show? I will give it the three episode rule. The three episode rule. Yeah. If it doesn't catch you the first three episodes, I'm out. <laughs> I mean, are you up to date on Black Lightning? Uh, I don't think I am. I, I did start because it's the second season, right? That it's on? Black Lightning? Oh. No, I think we're like on the fourth season now. Oh, jeez, really? I th- I believe so. Oh, wow. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's been a while now. Dang. So, there you go. Yeah, the the Planted Pilot spinoff will air as the seventh episode of Black Lightning's fourth season, which will premiere February twentieth or February twenty twenty one. So, there you go. That is crazy. Um, and the last story I have is that Disney Plus has set a premiere date. For uh, WandaVision, yes, premiere date, January 15th, 2021. Uh, you know, originally we thought it was going to come out in December, uh, but it looks like they pushed it back to January 15th. Any idea why they pushed it back to a month? Oh, I, I, I wouldn't. I have no idea why they would have pushed it back. Um, maybe because... I was, just, I was just going to say, maybe they just weren't done with the special effects yet that they needed to do. 
Oh, maybe that could be it. I was going to say maybe um, uh, Mandalorian is still going on during that time. So they're like, okay, let's not have them run into each other. Let's spread it out a bit. I mean, they definitely want to spread it out because they don't, they, uh, you know, they, they need people to keep, get, to keep the, the streaming service, but you don't want it to wait. They don't want to wait too long between the show, two shows. I don't know when the Mandalorian ends. I see. We're currently on episode two, episode three comes out. When you guys listen to this recording, it would already have come out, yeah, but it, episode, looks, it comes out tomorrow. Uh, and how many episodes are there in the season? I believe they're going to do the same thing, which is just going to be eight. Was it only eight last time? Yeah. And the weird thing is that the first three episodes where your standard half an hour or like, you know, commercial breaks, 22 minutes. Mm-hmm. But then after episode three, they got progressively longer. So, uh, yeah, it says December 18th is going to be the last episode of the second season. So you'll have a whole month in between those two shows. Uh, maybe they just figured it's better to start after the holiday. Probably because if I remember correctly, the first rumor was that uh, December twentieth was when the first episode of WandaVision was going to uh, was going to drop. And see, that would have been right around Christmas time, and people were already busy with doing Christmas stuff, so they figured, you know, just wait till one month later. Yep. Are you excited about WandaVision? I mean, it's Marvel, so yeah, I'm gonna eat it up. So. <laughs> I still haven't seen the trailer. Yo, you haven't watched the trailer yet, huh? Oh, not yet. Uh, I mean, the trailer definitely looks intriguing. I can't wait to watch it. And it's you know, the whole premise that, you know, it's a bunch of different sitcoms and they, they keep traveling through sitcom time kind of thing. Like you start off in black and white and then you get to Full House, which Elizabeth Olsen obviously has a connection to. Um, so it could be fun. Obviously, there's going to be other stuff happening in the show. It's not just going to be sitcom-y stuff. Right. More than um, I think I read an article saying that it's going to you know, start off all bubbly and cheerful, and it's just going to slowly progress and get darker and darker and darker. Yeah, which makes sense. Like That's probably what's going to eventually get to um, uh, Doctor Strange and the multiverse of madness. Oh, that's right, because this is what launches that, that movie. I forgot this is this serves as a prequel. Yeah, so definitely gonna have its ties and repercussions in the rest of the MCU. I mean this is I mean this essentially is going to kick off the MCU television, which is kinda crazy. Uh especially since Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to kick off the MCU uh television shows. We, we, you know, started off as a movie and now we're getting TV shows. Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have thought? Not, not me. <laughs> In my best Paul Rudd, not me. Uh, all right. Let's talk about Doom Patrol. We have the first episode, which is episode four, is called Sex Patrol. Episode five is called Finger Patrol. And episode <laughs> six is called Space Patrol. Uh, essentially all of, uh, episode four is about Danny, the street. The last time we saw him, Danny, the brick got busted in half and all of his friends come to show up to try and restore him. And the best way to restore Danny, the brick into Danny, the street is to throw a party. 
yeah. A lively party. <laughs> and uh, Flex Mentallo is one of the characters that shows back up. He, we saw him uh, last season when we were on Danny the Street. And when he tried to uh, send the group somewhere else using his muscle flexing uh, powers, he accidentally flexed the wrong muscle and gave Rita an orgasm. So uh, Rita decided that maybe Flex could help her out and uh, do that again. And in doing so, unlocked some very repressed memories of hers to help her get over her acting uh, stage fright. And in doing so, called upon a sex Sex demon. demon. Yeah. (laughs) What do you think about the actor that's get that's like, Hey, we want you to play this, this sex demon that has a periscope on top of its head. I, I mean, did they even really use an actor? Couldn't they have just CGI the entire thing? I mean, they I guess they could have, but they definitely used an actor. And and why a telescope? If he's a sex demon, why not, you know, like a dildo or something? <laughs> I mean, I think you're putting way too much uh, credit <laughs> on <laughs> these people. Because, yeah, that was... That was kind of crazy. So, was it Shadowy Mr. Evans? Is that the name of the sex demon? I think so. And I don't know. He was old timey clown thing. I want to say. I don't even know if he was an old timey. He just he was weird. He just had the the robe on, and at one point gets pregnant and uh, delivers his own baby, and then Crazy Jane comes in and just shoves the baby back in him, and then all of it dies because the baby if the baby cries then all hope is lost and if all hope in the world is lost then the world ends so yeah uh, that was quite the story so, so does that mean that you know if all hope is gone everybody just becomes depressed and they all die depressed or they all go crazy or they all uh just get filled with rage and you know start to kill each other maybe it's like the scene in uh kingsman you know where they all just start killing each other okay (laughs) (laughs) and then we also got introduced to the sex men which were definitely a cross between the x-men and the ghostbusters Yup. <laughs> <laughs> because all the ghosts that were coming to life appearing were all having sex as ghosts, which was weird. And they were using their proton packs to take them out. And they were what Lieutenant Kiss, Lieutenant uh, Agent Cuddles, wow. and Agent Torture. Yes. Like, wow. <laughs> I, I have, mean, I was cracking up the entire time. You were what? Cracking up the entire time. <laughs> I have to imagine that these are characters and in, in and in, yeah, characters that are created just for the show. But I wouldn't also I would also not be surprised if they sh- these are characters that are in the comic books. Uh, no, it looks well. Let's see, let's see, looking it up. No, the Sexmen are real characters in the DC comics. Wow. See, like I said, I'm not surprised. And uh, Mr. Evans is also a, uh, yeah, he's a real character. 
the Sex Men were created by Grant Morrison. Of course they were. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's great. So the Sex Patrol episode was just a lot of fun. In the end, you know, Danny the Street uh, realized that what he did in helping uh, Niles Calder in keeping Dorothy prisoner was wrong. So he no longer wants to be a street. He's going to be a vehicle and he's going to move all around all the time. The party is going to always be moving, so to speak. Aww. <laughs> uh, we got to see uh, what's Cliff, Robot Man. His brain was inside of uh, inside some ecstasy. And so that was uh, a fun time for him. Uh, he was dancing everywhere. <laughs> he even danced with the sex demon. Yep. <laughs> uh, Larry Trainer was dancing with a dude, and did he? Was he the one that saw uh, Dorothy almost killed Danny the Street? Yes, but uh, he kind of cock blocked himself because he opened up himself like you know, like an open book. I was like, hey, just so you know. Uh, I'm gay. My family's dead. If I take off my bandages, everyone in this room will die. So what's up? How you doing? <laughs> so yeah, there was there was all of that. <laughs> it was there yes, any- uh, he did stop uh, Dorothy from killing well, Danny he, the street. He didn't stop. He he called out to her, but he didn't move. Uh, true. That's what I was like. Why didn't he move on on her and like stop her? But she come she came to the right decision on her own and stopped herself. Was there anything else from this episode that you thought was interesting? Yeah. What? We should give uh, Robot Matt Cliff Steel more more ecstasy. More ecstasy. <laughs> well, I'm sure Niles Calder could figure it out. <laughs> Finger Patrol. So, uh, Larry Trainer, Negative Man, and Rita decide to go to larry's son's house to help pack up his dead son's stuff and kind of reconnect with his father and in doing so his father called the department of normalcy on him and almost got him thrown back into uh testing facility yeah it's a testing facility it's also like a prison basically uh but Larry got away, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, negative spirit uh, saved him. That's right. The negative spirit came and saved him. Um, which is which is kind of cool. Yeah, because he had to be there for the next episode. Right. Um, Wait. So hold on. So, in the description, it says that the negative spirit is a malevolent creature spirit that lives inside negative man. Um, obviously, upon release, he can cause some serious damage. So. Obviously, you know, Larry Trainer can't survive without the negative spirit, but can the negative spirit survive without uh, Larry? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. I mean, obviously, he survived in outer space on his own, but then he needed the human host body for something. That's true. Okay. Yeah. So, there's that. Uh, what's his uh, robot man, Cliff Steele, found out that now it's called there has maybe some plans on how to get him to be able to feel again. And a part of those plans is a, uh, 
having a human finger. <laughs> and at one point, he goes out and he he's not trying to stop crime, but he kind of comes upon, upon someone that is committing a crime and uh, manages to sever the dude's finger in a car door. And by complete accident, though. Yeah, by completely accident, but takes the opportunity to pick the finger up and bring it back to the chief and be like, here you go. Here's the first part. And the chief's like, what are you doing? That's now's not the time. Yeah, that's not what we need here. Um, he also has the chief has uh, Dorothy and Baby Doll. Uh, become friends because maybe it will help either one of them baby doll you know being uh the ch- very much child persona of crazy jane and and being able to uh uh maybe help her get back to being one personality maybe uh that's what we're i guess i'm assuming that's what um the chief is hoping and then also giving dorothy a friend the two right. of them play around the house, hide and seek, and Baby Doll has a lot more energy than and Dorothy does. At one point, Dorothy is hiding, and uh, she brings out her friend to help to to hang out. Oh well, I guess she shows the friend first earlier, and now right. I remember what you say. The when we saw that wolf antler thing before when with the mom the mom could also call uh summon it so that's why okay. it was in the thing for the first season makes sense now but um when baby doll first sees that thing she scratches its face and it runs away like she's not being very nice and then later on when she traps dorothy inside of a furnace yeah. I'm guessing some type of fire thing. Uh she calls the the wolf antler thing out and one of the other person- personalities comes out and kills the wolf thing and then Candlemaker shows up and says, "Hey, it's time to make a wish." And she makes a wish and I'm guessing the wish is to kill Baby Doll. So the Candlemaker is able to go inside of Crazy Jane's head. And uh, on the way to killing Baby Doll, also kills somebody else. Uh, not Hammerhead. Not Hammerhead. It's the one that set, that goes on fire. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. So I don't Did know. Not, forgot that one. Yeah, I don't know what the name of that one was, but both of them die, um, or at least maybe die. As crazy Jane keeps or Jane keeps trying to tell all the other personalities that they don't really know how the personalities work. Uh, I think it was what was it Marla or Margot or someone. I think it's Marla. Marla. Yeah. Yeah, she was the only one to go down into the the well, and they just assume that she's dead. So. Um. Miranda, the Mar- one that goes down the... Oh, well, Miranda. Okay. Yeah. That that was all in this episode, right? That wasn't in the next episode. That was episode three when um, they had the funeral procession. Uh, yeah, procession and everything. Oh, was it? Yeah. So that's in the episode, the Space Patrol episode? Yeah. Okay. So then I'm jumping ahead. Uh, that's fine. Uh, I, I mean, what do, what do you think about, you know, what? Episode two, I want to say, of the season. That's when... 
we found out about the underground. What do you think of that, you know, space where all the personalities can interact with each other? The the underground? Yeah. Like what do I think about it? I think that's a pretty yeah. I think it's a pretty cool concept to for them to have so that they can show how the different personalities interact with each other. Yeah, Hammerhead, I didn't expect her to be, you know, such a little sweetheart deep down. <laughs> I mean, I like how when we see whichever personality takes, you know, the the reins, so to speak, like they they look like Jane on the outside, but on the inside they all have their own personal looks, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, which I thought was cool, and um, how they didn't use CGI and just had the actress that plays Jane, you know, play, you know, Jane different personalities. Right. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, you see that. Yeah, exactly. Surface level. Uh, so yeah, so all that's happening inside of Jane's head. She looks like she might be dead because she's got wax covering her face, and uh, Cliff is the one that finds her, and of course he goes back to being like you know, someone should really kill Dorothy. And it's like that. It just makes me feel <laughs> uneasy the way he talks about Dorothy. Hey, but they, you know, they had a bonding experience up on the moon. Yeah. And the next episode in space patrol, they definitely have a bonding experience. Uh, this episode though, they still, uh, what, uh, what's her name? Uh, Rita has her audition, right? Or was that the first, yeah. or was that episode four? I think that might have been the beginning of Sex Party. Sex yeah, control? because she complains to one of the drag queens like oh. how she didn't get the part. Oh, okay. Well, she's gotten the part now because everybody yeah. else got sick. <laughs> and uh, is that in the next episode in Space Patrol when she finds out that it's not our town, but our town? Yes, that happens in Space Patrol. <laughs> so she finds out that the writer-director has written a, a play that has to do with the fact that in the first season, the whole town was sucked into a goat. and Or a donkey, I'm sorry. And uh, all the weird stuff that's happened around their town, um, not knowing that Rita is the blob that... Uh, is the one girl is going to be playing and portraying in the, in the play. So she's obviously in a weird, really weird place and not, not, uh, okay with it. Right. And she's like my nemesis. Um, so I mean, were you expecting, were you expecting the traditional play to be put on or are you, were you expecting, uh, you know, Donkey Patrol. Donkey Patrol. Uh, no, I was expecting the traditional Our Town. I wasn't expecting the. I mean, I should have not expected it since that's the way the show goes. It's definitely all over the place. Uh, but yeah, I mean, was there anything important from Finger Patrol that you really wanted to talk about? Uh, I don't know if I can trust Cyborg's uh, new girlfriend. Yeah, I mean, she definitely seems like she has some type of ulterior motive, but... I, I mean, that's could just be a throw off. Let's hope. <laughs> but, you know, nothing ever goes uh, right for these heroes on this show. This is also true. Uh, and I think that's in the sixth episode where uh, he where Cyborg breaks into the government or hacks into the government to find her. Her records, right? Or was that in 
Was it in Space Patrol or was it in Finger Patrol where he does that? I think it, no, it had to been Space Patrol because he also goes like, hey, you know, let me uh, let me look inside your body. Yeah, he uses his X-ray vision, so to speak, uh, to look inside her body and he finds that there is a piece of her spinal cord that's leaking into her body or something that was left inside of her that's leaking into her body basically killing her and she, she said hey i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be i wasn't i told you i wasn't gonna be around that long yep and he's like i could fix you don't worry so is he gonna try to make a cyborg lady i think he's just he said like if you let me touch you in the right places i can go ahead and relieve some of that pain and if you have anything in your body that's causing you harm i can remove it i mean that's gonna be pretty interesting because we already saw him try to go to his dad to help cliff and but his dad said no to that so do you think he'll go to his dad for helping out um his new girlfriend i mean he talked to his dad and his dad's just like hey be careful i know it's young puppy love but be careful that's so true. maybe he may not be open to help out either. That's true. That that's a that's a good possibility. So I guess the most interesting thing about Space Patrol was that uh, the Russian, I think they, they called her Moscow. I think the, she also has a negative spirit in her, but learned how to control it. Yeah. So uh, I think Valentina is also her name in the episode. She is negative woman in uh, the comic book. And she did take the place of negative man for a while on the Doom Patrol. Uh, this is their way of introducing the character in the show. She's not going to stick around. But yes, she definitely has more control over in the show. She has more control over her uh, negative spirit and no longer irradiates so she doesn't kill everybody that's in the room um it's interesting and she obviously doesn't really have much of a humanity in her whether or not that's the way she was before she got the negative spirit in her or that's just the way she is now but she'd been in space for what 65 years and uh she ha- she hadn't aged any and her companions well they died <laughs> And uh, were taken over by space spores that were just basically keeping her their bodies going. So Zip and Specs uh, were, were kind of just playing out their their tape over and over again, so to speak. And that's why she lost humanity because I go crazy too. <laughs> if those two were just saying the same lines over and over as the. Uh, what was it? The Challengers of the Uncharted? No, it can't be Challengers. It was, it was Pioneers of the Uncharted. Pioneers of the Uncharted. Basically, I mean, obviously a, a play on the Challengers of the Unknown, which is another DC property uh, that got a little bit more play or got a little bit more respect. But uh, the Pioneers of the Uncharted is once again a character in Doom Patrol or a group in the Doom Patrol that they come across. So. Obviously, she said, I'm going to go back to, you know, uh, back to Russia just to see, you know, how the city is. Why don't you think Larry was like, hey, let me spend some time with you so I can try to control this, too? I'm I'm sure that there's not more because he even says it at the end. He's like she had to uh, make it so that she separated herself from everything to take control. But he wants to to 
kind of control it in a way that makes it so that he doesn't lose everything. Oh, okay. That's what it sounded like to me, at least. But I mean, his second son is going to disown him now forever. Well. I mean, what else could he lose now? Well, his his new family. That's what, I mean, he also came to that realization that he has a family. It's the family that he made with the Doom Patrol. Rita is, you know, obviously a really good friend of his. I mean, they might not have the best relationship with the chief right now, but you know, maybe he, he sees the other people as his family. I don't think anybody's going to have a good relationship with the chief after, after this. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good possibility. So as you were saying earlier, Dorothy, because everybody's mad at her for almost killing Jane, uh, takes off in the pioneers of the uncharted spaceship and goes to the moon goes to some planet i don't know where she goes i i it looked like the moon to me so i'm just gonna say it's the moon and apparently the chief also has a 65 year old uh spaceship that he just kept in the shed that he's gonna use to chase her down and he needs robot man because there's they don't have space suits and robot man's the only one that can go into uh, go into no atmosphere to save dorothy I just want to say I doubt that because I feel like Robot Man, even though, yes, he's heavy on Earth, I still feel like he would float away on the moon, especially no gravity. I mean, there's still gravity, just very, very little. So unless unless something hit him and made him fly off of the moon, then yeah. But nothing hit him, so that's good. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> that's point. But that's where they have their little talk and heart to heart. And he realizes that, you know, she's been dealt a bad hand too. Yeah. It's pretty shitty. So, so that's all the things that happened, I believe in space patrol. Well, uh, cliff, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Niles is a dick and kicks uh, Cliff out into outer space. Oh, yeah, that's right. I completely forgot about that. Why do you think he did that? Uh, he's too reckless, and he's like, no, I can't have you around anymore, so bye. Because he's because he keeps talking about maybe killing Dorothy or getting rid of her? Or killing the chief altogether, so yeah. Probably. Or killing the chief altogether, yeah, that's true. I don't know. I mean, obviously, there's still another spaceship out there because Dorothy went out there in the Pioneer ship, but she's coming back in the Chief's ship. So maybe Robot Robot Man gets to the Pioneer ship and goes home, which I forgot to mention, the ships work on science and magic because there's a goat head in there. Yeah, that was really weird. Chief was all like, science isn't quite to the point yet that at at that point when I made these that it would get someone to space, but I threw in a little bit of magic too. So Willoughby probably helped them out on that? Maybe. That's a good possibility. Um, Or maybe he knew that Robot Man will survive the re-entry into Earth kind of thing, like if he just falls to Earth. You think he's going to... Stop anytime soon, though. I don't know. I don't know how it works in outer space. Maybe, maybe he gets rescued by a Green Lantern or something. 
I mean, if they brought a Green Lantern into the show, I would, I will shit a Danny the Brick. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think he's past that moon now at this point, so I don't think you can make it back to that ship. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. So, if she makes a wish for the candle maker, can he like do anything? I don't know. That's actually a really good question. Besides, you know, just be a straight up murder machine. Because like that's what um, the chief is afraid of, right? Like she can kill the world or whatever. And it's obviously the candle maker is the biggest baddie that she has in her, her imaginary friends. But I don't, I mean, does he, oh. is he that strong or is it just that? I, yeah. I don't, I don't really know. Enter somebody, somebody's mind and murder two people in there and survive a hammerhead attack and then the fire person attack. I, I think candle maker is that strong. He is pretty strong. You're right. Yeah. That's, that's pretty incredible as is. So looks like a group with wax. Yeah. That's a very good call. <laughs> uh, last three episodes. What are you expecting to see? More chaos. I mean, I, this show's already gone over the top and just the first six episodes. So as a top, I mean, I, I don't know if it can get crazier than that, but I'm expecting it. Well, uh, it could be a lot of fun. So uh, I'm sure, I'm sure, since they've already a- approved a third season, that that's going to be uh, a lot of the case. Let's hope. <laughs> uh, anything else you wanted to go over? Uh. Just want to ask you, do you think it's a good show? Oh, yeah, I still think it's a good show just because it's all over the place and it's so ridiculous. Like, it's not, uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not glued to it like I would be maybe some other show. I don't know what show to, to pick off of, like, pick off the top of my head at this moment. But, like, I know that every time I want to watch a show, I'm going to enjoy it or watch an episode, I'm going to enjoy it. Same. Yeah. So. It's entertaining. <laughs> uh, all right. If you want to talk to me about Doom Patrol, find me on Twitter. I am at Mitchipedia, G-E-M. G-E-M stands for Geek Elite Media. Daniel, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Super Tommy Daniel. Uh, the rest of Geek Elite Media is at Geek Elite Media on Twitter, at Geek Elite Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Media is our Facebook page. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on our network on our website geeklyetmedia.com also check out our patreon page we have lots of bonus material that you can only get if you're one of our patrons and whatever podcatcher you use to listen to us please rate and review us to help spread the word of our network but until next time this is televised heroics on the geekly media network saying always remember to geek Geek out. out this concludes our broadcast 